Hello, my sweet friends, and welcome back to A Touch of Clarity podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Sharland, a woman on a mission to make you a better friend to yourself. I'm a cognitive somatic and intuitive healer, meaning I help you to align your mind, body, and soul. The intention behind the work I do is to help you to heal your past trauma, unblock your chakras, connect in with your guides and become the most awakened and abundant version of yourself. Through a range of science, holistic and energetic methods, I help others to step into a life full of love and full of intention. I hope this episode adds a touch of clarity into your day. Welcome back to A Touch of Clarity podcast. I am so excited for today's episode. It is with a beautiful healer named Lauren. I actually had an amazing one-on-one session with her of Reiki and she described my heart chakra as her in a garden and just the way that she spoke about my energy centers and what she felt and experienced during my healing was just absolutely beautiful and I knew in that moment I needed to get her on the show so that she can share her wisdom and allow her beautiful energy to shine through. Within this episode we chat about her healing journey on a personal level, she tells us how she became a healer, she actually explains what Reiki is and how it works so if you're not familiar with Reiki or you've kind of been interested but you don't really understand it. Lauren explains it in such a beautiful way. She also shares how she conducts distant healing. So that's really beneficial if you're not in the same state or country as her. And she's just had such a beautiful way of explaining all of the amazing sessions and experiences that she has experienced during sessions and then she chats to us about hypnotherapy and NLP and just all of that really beautiful good stuff I yeah like I said you will just understand what I mean and why I love this beautiful soul so much because the way that she talks and the way that she conducts her business is just absolutely amazing I have linked all of her details below so make sure to check out her Instagram and if you are feeling called to book in for a session. Enjoy today's episode my love. Hello and welcome back to another episode. I am so, so excited for today's chat because it is with such a beautiful soul and um, my guest today is named Lauren and I actually connected with her through a healing session, which I will get into later on in the show, but it just blew my mind just how incredibly gifted she is and just, yeah. As soon as you hear her voice, you'll know what I mean. Like she radiates like just such pure, like angelic energy. And I'm so excited for you guys to get to know her. So a little bit about Lauren is she is an intuitive healer who helps people through Reiki, hypnotherapy, NLP, coaching and artwork. So welcome to the show and thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much, Shelby. It's so nice to be here with you today. And thank you so much for your beautiful words. That's so lovely. (laughs) And doing your healing was just, oh, that was a really beautiful journey. So that was really special. 
Oh, and we were just chatting before recording and I was like, okay, we need to stop and we need to just like press record now because I feel like we were already like channeling and getting all of this like beautiful information out. So I just know that today's episode is just going to be completely heart centered and just, yeah, absolutely beautiful. Yeah. So lovely. (laughs) So to start with, I would love to just know about your current spiritual wellness practices that you use for your own personal practice. Yeah. So I definitely always use Reiki. I mean, I think that's my go-to all the time and and has been ever since I came across it, which would have been about uh, seven years ago when I had my very first healing myself and that completely changed my life so I suffered really bad anxiety from childhood right through to my teen years made it very difficult to learn um, and focus during school school years as well so when it came to adulthood it just seemed to be increasing even more and um, I went through the avenue of psychologists, um, medications, things like that and nothing seemed to work but I was always connected to Um, crystals and energy healing and I didn't really understand what I was feeling from them I just knew that they made me feel better and um, yeah then I had a Reiki healing one day and it just I went from having daily anxiety attacks that were just really random triggered by sound to just nothing um, nothing at all so it was really remarkable it literally changed my life and that's when I became interested in how something so subtle um, can create such a huge significant change to the mind and to the body as well so um, I have since when I learned it I have just not stopped adapting it into my daily practice and I think that that continual connection through um, energy healing has helped open up um, avenues that I never even thought would be possible for myself. And it's led me to incredible people, um, having my own business doing it and um, just the experiences that you get from it. So yeah, it's opened many doors that I just never even knew would be available to me. I love that so much and I really love that it came from something that was potentially hard in like your younger life and you've used that now and like completely transformed that into something that's beautiful and like you said that you now like have created a business around and like a daily practice that's amazing I love it. Yeah yeah it's been it's been pretty special and it just continues to change and evolve and I think that's what's so enjoyable about it is because you're just surrendering to the intelligence of this energy to take care of whatever it is that you're um, you're letting yourself be available to. And it's almost just like it already knows what you want and need before you do. Mm, that's amazing. And that's so true. Like when I first be- first started being a practitioner, I was like so regimented with like where I did it and like how I channeled and all of this and like now I'm just like super fluid with it and it is it's so true that it literally knows what you need before you potentially know what you need absolutely and I think you know with you saying that as well like when you 
first began as well, were you more in your head and it takes you a while to get out of your head and just really into the flow of it and just letting the energy take Mm -hmm. care of the experience? That's so true. Like I used to even like I would see visions or like feel things like, oh, someone's got pain here or like a block here. And then my logical mind would like kick in and I'd be like, no, like you're just thinking that because like they kind of looked like they were limping or you know what I mean? Like your logical mind kicks in and is like tries to override like what you actually feel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) I can definitely relate. (laughs) (laughs) so before we fully dive in I would absolutely love for you to tell us a little bit more about like you um your like what you do and also like your journey into this field of work yeah so I I guess yeah coming back to childhood years was um you know I was always quite sensitive with energy and picking up on people's emotions and things like that. And as we, as I moved into my later years, I, I did always find it difficult to learn during school. So I wasn't very good at math. I wasn't good at English, but what I really always gravitated towards was art. And that was something that I constantly, I guess, just always stayed connected to in one way or another. And it wasn't any particular art, it was all types. I really enjoyed it because it was the ability to be um, to be able to be free. So using your imagination and bringing whatever's inside of your mind that coming to life on whether it was on paper or on a canvas, things like that, and just watching it evolve in front of you. But you're in this, it's almost like you're in a trance so being able to just let that flow out of you exactly how it's needed and just almost like yeah the painting guiding you as you're doing it as well um and so i guess when we bring it back to the energy aspect of things is like it's a feeling that you have inside of you so that feeling of there's I remember whenever I had something to express um, artistically, it was almost just like this thing in my gut that it's like, oh, if I don't do this, it's it's like this tension in my gut that I need to get out, that I just need to express. So, um, yeah, I guess it was just really art was a way of staying connected into that safe space. Um, and then as I was getting older too, Uh, spirituality was becoming more open in society so Reiki was becoming more known meditation um, different practices of Buddhism things like that so I became a lot more curious because there was something that I could apply energy to techniques and I, I guess you know that logic aspect of it as well that you know there there was a form of practice that came from somewhere that has various techniques that is able to help you with things like anxiety, things that um, can overcome bad habits and, um, and be able to create a sense of inner peace for yourself as well with your mind and body. So, yeah, I guess oh, I'm just rambling now. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I love it. I've never met like an intuitive healer who uses art form. And that was like one of the main things that like really drew me to you was when, because kind of, and I know like we're going to touch on this later on in the episode, but when I, um, it was really interesting, I was going through like a really difficult part of my personal life and I was like searching heaps of different Reiki practitioners and I was already following you and I can't remember like how I found you or why I started following you but when I was like on this little rampage I found your page again and I was like oh like I've been following this healer for a little while and I looked through your page and like I'll put all of your details in the show notes but you like listeners need to go and have a look at your Instagram because I was like in awe and I almost felt like in a trans like sort of state when I was like looking through your Instagram because your artwork like really speaks for itself and I've never like I said met someone who like sort of channels through art and uses that kind of as like an outlet for your like spiritual gifts and I remember yeah looking and being like wow like I really really want to have a session with you and and then I realized that we were in different states and I was like oh I really want like an in-person kind Mm -hmm. of connection just for I don't know why I just felt like I really needed like a hands-on session so I messaged my client who's now become a friend and I was like do you know any, any healers that like will be available this week and she sent me your Instagram and I was like yeah but she's not in the same state as us and she's like no she's here for like a few more days like message her and see and I remember messaging you and you're like I've had a cancellation for tomorrow and the time worked out perfectly like I had an hour between my last client and like enough time to get to where you um, were doing your healing sessions and for me like stuff like that when it's just like easy and in flow and just works out I know like it's meant to be yeah and um yeah I'll speak on my healing session later but like just your the way that your Instagram because that's kind of like how I found you speaks for itself and like displays your artwork yeah is just incredible and I absolutely love it like when people say to me like intuitive art like I have like a picture in my mind of what I think it is and then I saw yours and I was like wow like this is incredible yeah oh thank you so much that's so lovely and that was perfect timing when you booked in as well it was just that aligned so seamlessly and yeah it was it was amazing (laughs) I loved it it was so good um and so I would love to know like why you were drawn to Reiki like was there any particular reason why you were like yep like I want to be qualified and like I want to create my business like around this offering I think it was because it really brought in that art aspect that mm-hmm. when I would be doing healings on clients, so after I after I learnt Reiki and when I would be doing healings on clients, I would be seeing certain images, whether it was different memories that were had happened or passed in their life or just elements that represented them um, within you know, like that was symbolic of them. So to sort of pick out these pictures and colours as well, that was a really profound element when I would be trans, um, when I'd be infusing the Reiki energy into clients, there would be all different colours that I would see. And certainly um, specific colours for for clients as well and it was just so beautiful to be able to see what was happening inside of them and the way that I would see it is if you were to drop like a silk scarf in water 
or in in a pool and just watch it kind of move in its hypnotic sense and float downwards and that's exactly how I would see color moving through someone's body so I wanted to be able to create something tangible for a client of what I would be seeing so that they could take that home and when they would see it themselves that they would be able to feel connected to it as well so um, it was really an extension of their healing to be able to remember that what's inside of them is now outside here so being able to bring them back and ground them back into that space connecting them back into that um, home within themselves I love that and I think it's so beautiful that you have the ability to do that like I'm not artsy at all like the best that I could do would probably be like a stick figure and you'd still be like what is that See, <laughs> like I, I am not I have to say I disagree I think we all have the ability to be creative and we just need to tap into it and once we're tapped into it we find our groove we find our creative groove and then that's it there's no return <laughs> you're writing that part <laughs> I love it. Like artists often say that to me when I say comments like that. They're like, everyone's got it. And I say that to people about like channeling and like being yeah. able to heal. Like I think that everyone can do that. So like I do agree. But then like if you looked at my art, you would be like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but that's the thing. I think we all see we all see things so differently. So what someone would perceive as art, other people would think is rubbish. And it's just it's all personal perception in the end. Mm, I love that and I think like your clients are super lucky that they can experience that with you because I find sometimes when I'm healing someone like I can see stuff that I don't quite understand because it's obviously very subjective to the client and I wish sometimes like I say to them I wish you could just like go into my brain like if it was like an SD card and you could like have a look at what I saw because yeah. sometimes I don't even know how to articulate it whereas I feel like if you have like the skills to be able to like paint it or like you said like like the way that you described like the scarf like going into the water like I think that's so beautiful and I can completely relate to seeing that sort of thing so I think that what you mm -hmm. offer is amazing that people could like you said have like a tangible thing that they can then like mm -hmm. take home with them it's beautiful. yeah and I think you know that's it it's one of the hardest things to describe um, after a healing or even before a healing is what to expect and even what you feel afterwards because it can be so massive but mm. so so peaceful at the same time that to find the words to sum it up to be able to articulate the experience is so is so hard it's almost just like you just want to sit with this feeling and yeah. let it and yeah sorry and just and just let it take over that's so true like I often say to clients like what I felt or like saw with my mind's eye isn't it isn't like something that we can experience as a human like I feel like when we do these sorts of healings it's like a soul connection so it's like how can like human me like articulate with like you know language which the humans have created like yeah. how can I explain that like I can't like I need like soul to soul and that's why like I know some practitioners use like light language because that's obviously like a language soul to soul and so yeah sometimes I get caught with that because I'm like ah oh, like human me is trying to explain to you like something that my soul saw yeah exactly and and that's it we there I believe that there are things that haven't been developed in the human in the yeah human language that 
that convey what it is that's actually happening. So in a way, it's it's like, oh, I wish there was, but I think that's the beauty of the mystery about it as well. Yes, I love that. It's so true. Like I think as humans, we like want to get to the bottom of everything. Like I know quite a lot of people in my life, like when I first started practicing, they're like human mind couldn't comprehend it and so I used to say to these people like come and have a session and then you'll understand what I mean and then they'd have a session and then because they felt it and they actually experienced it in their own way then they could have like yeah they could fully understand what it is that we do exactly and every every session to every person is going to be completely different from one to the next Mm. and it is just based on someone's personal experience and also where they're at in their life and the experiences that they've been through, the events that they've had, and even the intention of what it is that they want for their healing as well. So, you know, often the healing will be driven by by the intention. If, if Even if they realise they have one or not, <laughs> it's there. And that's so true. That's something that I think used to blow my mind when I first started practising was, like, at the moment I've got clients that come weekly and, like, within, you know, six or seven days, their energy can completely change or like their whole experience is like I can do the exact same practice to this person and it literally only takes a few days or a few hours for things to completely change and it blows my mind each time yeah it is it's really it's really incredible how yeah from their first healing to their second to their third all completely different (laughs) Mm, that I love doing partner sessions it's something that I've just started offering because oh. again like you can do the exact same like healing in the same space and one like I remember my first ever partner session the like um male partner came out and he was sobbing and he'd gone through like a full transmission of his inner child wounds and he saw wow. all of these memories from like you know six to 12 years old and then his wife came out of it and she was super happy and like felt really light and relaxed <laughs> and they were like did you do different codes to each of us and I'm like no like I channeled the same thing but you both obviously are in different places and experienced a completely different thing yeah it's it's so fascinating isn't it and especially when inner child work comes out that comes up as well it's often the it's often a lot more emotional than if we're if we haven't tapped into that part of ourselves and we're healing what needs to be healed anyway but when we're going into those deeper areas it can bring up a lot that we don't even realize is there Oh, I know. And I feel like inner child stuff is just like ever, like forever going. Like I have clients that come and we'll work together for months and they're like, yep, completely healed. And then like two weeks later, they're like, like I'm triggered. Like something <laughs> else has come up. I think it's when you, you think that you've decided that you're completely healed. That's when the universe will slingshot something at you that tests you. Like, are you? Are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so true (laughs) we'll see how you're gonna do with this one (laughs) yeah I like like people think and like it is obviously healing is a serious thing but I love it because like I think the universe and like my guides have like a really good sense of humor and like stuff like that will happen or like I'll get messages or like different things and I'll like be laughing my head off and like people in the human realm are like what is she laughing at I'm like just my guides like playing a joke on me like I think it can be really light-hearted and fun (laughs) Uh, and it's so important because there's so much 
you know, obviously with everything that um, gets fed through the media and things like that, it, it creates such a dense energy among everyone. So, mm-hmm. you know, we are constantly looking for the seriousness without even realising that we are. So to be connected to that lightheartedness and to see the lessons in a really humorous way is just so powerful. And you are taking back your power from the situation itself. Yeah, that's so true. I love that. I feel like it goes back to that saying that's kind of chucked around a lot that it's like, it's not happening to you, it's happening for you. And like, that's something that I always try and like remind myself, like when you're going through something, it's like, no, like they're doing this because obviously I'm at the stage where I can handle like visiting these traumas or like experiencing this person. So Yeah. yeah. And it really separates you from being in the event. It's like, it takes you to that position where you're observing the situation, rather than letting it affect you and like really pull you in and you know then you're replaying all those old stories again um that Mm. you know creates you to be stuck there so yeah it's so powerful so true and if we take it back just a little bit for somebody who's maybe new to this kind of like terminology or is like you know like dabbling their toes a little bit what actually is reiki so Reiki is, it actually comes from Japan and it was founded in the 19, early 1900s by a man called Dr. Makai Yusui. So he was able to find a way to, it's the laying, laying on hands practice for people who have physical ailments or um, feel mentally disconnected from themselves to be able to heal that aspect of them. So it stimulates the body's natural capabilities to be able to bring the body back into its natural equilibrium. So working on the physical and the mental to be able to just naturally heal the body. And if we think about nature itself, so if we're watching nature evolve, whether it be a tree growing or a forest, we don't need to know how it's actually going to form. Nature just takes on itself. It creates the structures of the trees. They know exactly what they're doing without the interference of, of people working out how it's actually happening. And when we take away that resistance aspect of trying to force something, it just naturally evolves how it's meant to and we get to see that flourish. And so we are looking at like a tree growing and then it becoming a forest we had no um we had no way of of knowing how that was going to evolve it just happens over time and that's like when we cut ourselves or even when we have a headache the first thing that we always do instinctively is we place our hands on that area and for whatever reason it stops hurting So we also have an unconscious intention that when we do hurt ourselves, that by placing our hands there, we are creating ease and we're actually stimulating the healing itself to that area. And that's probably the simplest way to to explain what Reiki is. And and we all do it. We actually all give ourselves Reiki on a daily basis without even (laughs) realising. That's so true. And I absolutely love the way that you just like articulated that because for me, sometimes when people like say to me, like, what is Reiki or like, how does Reiki work? I like don't even know how to explain it. And like, 
I'm like, oh, I channel like this universal energy like through my palms and then I put that into you and like it just sounds really like clunky the way that I describe it. But <laughs> I absolutely love that you've just like shared that way. And it's so true. Like now it's like as soon as you said it, I'm like light bulb moment. Like of course, like we do that. If we get hurt, like we place our hand there and like like you said, it's something that we unconsciously do, but I feel as if for whatever reason, like society's kind of forgotten that we are like the natural healers. And I love looking back to like tribal time before we had access to like all of this beautiful like Western medicine and, you know, all of that stuff. Like it was like from within. And mm. yeah, that's incredible. Absolutely. Yeah. And and you know, even when we're searching for answers to help guide us in life, the answers all come from within ourselves. And being able to discover tools that help us guide us back inwards is incredibly powerful because we can get advice from people outside of us. We can, you know, scroll through Instagram, look for all the inspirational quotes, look for people who inspire us, but their life journey is completely different to us. So when we are coming back to ourselves and discovering the answers for our life path, for our journey, that's where it's really powerful and where we really feel at ease within ourselves because it comes from this deep inner knowing. And it's something that it's, it's, I feel like all of our senses engage with that. You know, it's like all of a sudden we can see what's available to us. We can, um, we can feel what's available to us. And we just have this knowing like, yes, we are so certain in the choices that we're about to make for ourselves. That's so true. And I really love that because like I always say to clients and even in my own like personal practice, it's like we all are all open and we've all got the answers like within us but because of the world that we live in and like everything that we consume and we kind of take on we're like little sponges I think like the media sends mm. stuff to us or Instagram or different people and we're just like this energetic thing that's like sure like I'll consume all of that like whether we're conscious of it or not and so coming yeah. to a practitioner like yourself it's really helpful like from my experience with the healing with you it's like yes I have all of the answers within me but I've got all of this noise and all of this stuff that's like blocking my connection so that's how I yeah. felt before seeing you like I had a lot of like physical pain in my body and I also could mm -hmm. tell that I was like holding a lot of stuff from like clients and different people in my life and then I came mm -hmm. to see you and you did like this beautiful deep healing on me and I had like all of these visions and like different pieces come to me that I really needed in that moment and I I could physically feel like you unblocking it. And I think, I don't know, like I'm saying to you, like, oh, do you remember? But you see so many people, so I understand if you don't. But like, I do remember. I, I remember oh, very good. Yes. I was thinking we're in the forest. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> I was thinking before I thought. I thought you poor thing you're probably thinking what was your session but like yeah it was really really beautiful mm. and I could feel like the big one for me was my solar plexus and I could mm. like there was certain points during <clears throat> this session where I like physically couldn't breathe and like between my ribs I could feel it felt like a tennis ball like in there and then there was like this moment where I just knew that you had like shifted that and I could yeah. like breathe again and afterwards mm. Like even a few days after, like I felt so much lighter and so much more expansive. And I think I even had like, I called in like so many new clients and I had like an amazing few weeks after that, which I don't actually think that I would have had 
prior because I felt so blocked and like yeah. bogged down and heavy. Whereas you, I feel like you just came in and just like like cleared everything out <laughs> for me and I was like flowing again. Yeah. I think that's the thing. We don't, often the time we don't even realize that we're blocked. We just keep wondering why we feel so stuck in our head and it does feel the energy can accumulate and it feels like we're on this hamster wheel and even though being Reiki healers ourselves like yeah we know how to do it but you definitely need to have someone there to help you out of the rut and um, it's just it doesn't compare to being able to be the client yourself so you can just let go and go into your inner cosmos and completely relax and just let the healing take its place let the practitioner just take its place and or or take the healing where it needs to go for you and yeah it was just it was really yeah your healing was so beautiful (laughs) it was it was lovely oh thank you I really enjoyed it and for anyone who doesn't really know kind of like what a session looks like like I went into Lauren's space which was absolutely beautiful I could like smell the incense outside like I got out my car and I think you'd messaged me and you were like you's like the gate on the site and I like knew where it was because I could like smell the incense and I was like oh and like follow this little like path down to like your beautiful space and yeah it was just amazing like the second because even like I meet so many people every day but you still feel anxious like going into somebody else's space and the second you like came around the corner of the door I was just like ah like I just instantly like relaxed just because your energy was so beautiful and expansive and I was like oh this is gonna be like really good and I remember like just to give like the listeners kind of like a little play by play like we just sat and spoke about like the things that were kind of coming up for me and what I needed Mm -hmm. and then you like guided me to get onto the bed and I remember you did like a really really beautiful like I can't remember exactly what you said but you did like a really beautiful like visualization which helped me to like drop back into my body and like your voice and the music and like the smell and everything like it was just so relaxing and I remember you put like an eye mask on me and I could tell that you started doing the Reiki because I could see like for me you were showing up as like white light so like I could tell without you even touching me like where you were in the room and I had like an eye mask on so it's not like I could see like shadows or anything but like I could feel where you were and then you were like channeling and like doing your thing and then I could start to feel like sensations in my body and feel where you were like unblocking and tapping into and yeah like I said the main parts for me were like the solar plexus and the throat I was kind of like could feel a lot of release and I had some like visions and some different things come through and then you placed like some crystals and various parts of my body which I think you said like you use to kind of hold the Reiki energy in like once you've kind of channeled and then yeah it like felt like five minutes had gone by because I feel like I kind of went on like my own little journey and then you like brought me back out into the room and we kind of dive deep into like what you felt what I felt and we had like Mm -hmm. a really beautiful like aftercare moment but I would love to know and if you're open to sharing like what it feels like for you as a practitioner. Absolutely so I really love to listen before we begin the session to you and where you're at currently in your life and the different things that have been coming up for you and, um, yeah, what's brought you to have a session as well. So I really, and as you talk, I'm really connecting in with your energy and just feeling where you're at 
picking up different things in my own body as well that perhaps belong to yourself. But it's really, it's just really nice to hear and just to connect to to every client um, before the session. Like I really like to get to know you and, you know, what you do for work, what your life is like. So in conversation, I can pick up little keywords that you say as well. And that's sort of relating to uh, hypnotherapy and NLP as well. So um, that definitely helps understanding what's happening. And also too, when we're opening up to someone, we're often speaking unconsciously. So through that, you can gauge different emotions, different aspects of your life that are really important to you and and why they're important. So it all helps just basically in the conversation, getting as much information as possible to be able to know where you need to go in your session. And also to sometimes clients come to the session having an intention of what it is that they want to work on. Other times, and mostly for people who are just new to Reiki, they don't know what the intention is. So that's where it's also really powerful to talk about these things that are coming up for them so that I hope we we can work on an intention together for the healing. And when we begin, I usually do a guided meditation for you. So it's always referring back to the things that we've just spoken about. And so it's sort of loosening up the story that you have in your mind of perhaps the things that you're attached to in your life or perhaps the things that you're attached to where the blocks keep reoccurring in your life. So it's getting you into that state where you feel nice and relaxed and it's giving your subconscious mind different choices to be able to think, oh, okay, maybe I don't need to think about this just just for now anyway. I can just, I can just relax and, and go to sleep. So I often like to send clients to sleep in their sessions because when you're in that state of deep relaxation, your body doesn't have any resistance. So you are able to let go and you are able to just not be in your head so that the energy actually has a deeper way of working it working its way through your body and working through the blockages. So it brings you into that deeper connection with yourself. And then that's when you do feel like at the end, oh my gosh, like I've arrived home. And it leaves you with this completely new feeling about yourself. And all of a sudden you're looking at the old self who you walked in the door as, as someone that was like a whole different person just about. So you're feeling like you have a new understanding of your being. And, and, and it's so funny because in Reiki, I, and I don't know if you feel the same, Shelby, but it's almost like time dissolves. It can either feel like an eternity in, in that hour or it can feel like five minutes. So, it, and it just, it varies for, for everyone. So it really is just a space of, of magic and when coming out of the healing, it is really, it is really cool to have those understandings of what happened with your client during the session. And, you know, you sort of swap notes, <laughs> you swap <laughs> notes on what you're able to pick up with one another. So it's really powerful. And you kind of, 
you get collecting the information and then you're connecting the dots together. And that's where it's so powerful and really that, that's the extension of the transformation of the healing as well because you are connecting the dots and you, you're also creating new perceptions of, of yourself as well, which is bringing you into that really positive energy and it's really reinstating of who you are um, in your natural state. So it's really powerful. I love that. And I think like a few things came up for me when you were talking then. It is magic. Like for me, being the facilitator and also being a client, like I feel like it's the closest I'm going to be to like source energy. And I don't know how else to explain that, but it's like I feel like almost like that's the closest I'm going to be back home to like the universal energy without dying like (laughs) how it feels for me like and I know that sounds really morbid but like I'm like a huge person about like rebirth like I don't fear death and so for me like I feel like that's the closest like I can get to it without that next step of like dying yeah well I mean that's it because we transcend our physical being when we go into that space and a lot of the time clients will say it felt like I wasn't even in the room and I couldn't yeah. even feel my body or I felt like I was floating. And it is because we do transcend that our three three D world into the higher the higher realms, which is really incredible. And it does sound it sounds really kind of fairy tale or or sci-fi, but it does. And that's that is the feedback and the what clients say as well, which is really um again it it differs for everyone too so true like I used to feel like before I was a healer and before I even had my own practices like something like meditation I used to feel like there was part of me that was like almost missing or like part of me that like no one really understood yeah I could be in like a room full of people and still feel like really alone and like no one really understood me Mm. and then the second that I started like understanding that for me I personally think that we're bigger than just like this human version of us and so when I started like tapping into that kind of energy and like understanding that that's Mm -hmm. when I was like yeah this is why I've been feeling alone because there's part of me that I didn't know and that I also wasn't like birthing into this like 3d world Mm, yeah exactly and and it is because it's like there's an inner compass guiding you differently to a lot of other people and it's it's like you can't ignore it and every time you do ignore it something is happening the universe is sending you lessons to push you closer back into that compass within yourself and say oi pay attention here this is where I need you to be right now (laughs) this is this is where the information (laughs) is not out there It's so true. And I really love speaking to people like yourself who are like, I don't feel like I have to censor myself at all with you because as much as like other people may think like it's woo woo and like wacky, like you said before, like we're so aligned with our views. Like I remember after my session, we ended up talking for so long afterwards just about like anything and everything. And just Mm. as I was like walking back to my car and you were like walking me out, I can't remember one of us brought up like the energy that was coming and 
like we were like do you feel like there's something coming and we both said at the same time like March April is going to be like this super transformative like energy and we spent some time saying like I don't know what it is but like Mm -hmm. I feel like something's coming and we spoke briefly about it before we started recording as well and we were like have you been feeling this since like the full moon and we were both like yep like that's what I've been feeling (laughs) yeah absolutely and I think it's so great to have you know because there is a lot more information out there and just a network of people now that share how they're feeling that are in the spiritual world that share what's coming up for them that we you know we're not crazy the way that we're feeling is not is not crazy it's not so foreign to us and you know when like you know when we had that conversation of just you know because we'd been keeping our thoughts to ourselves and then just for whatever reason um I just said to you oh I don't know how you've been feeling over the um over the past few months about everything that's been going on in the world but moving forward coming up to the next couple of months it just feels like something big is going to happen and at the moment it feels like everything's coming up and it feels full on but so subtle at the same time which is why it's so hard to pinpoint different uh well specifically what different things are so it's like we're waiting in the wings for whatever it is to reveal itself Mm, it's so true and I've even spoken to other healers and they've all said the same thing and it's like and I don't feel like it's something necessarily to like feel like I don't want to stress out the listeners by them being like oh what's coming but like (laughs) it's just like a shift in energy like I don't think that for me personally like I don't feel like it's good or bad like there's just like a shift yes absolutely and and it's bringing us into something that feels like we've never been here before. We've never, we've never mm. been, we've never experienced this before, which is why I think it feels uncomfortable. Because if we think yeah. about anything in life, starting something new, especially when we're so used to being a certain way or doing things a certain way, it feels uncomfortable. It feels clunky. So energetically, it feels like that. It feels clunky. Hmm. That's so true. And I think even like energetically, like for so long, we've been in this very like masculine, like patriarchal driven society. And I feel as if like that's not sustainable anymore. Like even something as simple as that, like I feel like we're really transitioning into like a more intuitive like more feminine way of being anyway let alone all of the stuff that's happening collectively so I feel like there's lots like you said like it feels so loud but then it feels so quiet at the same time and I know that that sounds like really crazy to get your head around but like Mm. that's what it feels like yeah absolutely and it's almost I feel like we're sort of running around going, what do we do? Like we're meant to be preparing for some, for something to arrive. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. Like, do I, okay. So do I journal more? Do I, um, am I expressing enough gratitude at the end of every day? Am I, you know, coming up with the, the right rituals for myself or for anyone else for that matter? So do I need to meditate more? It's like all these different things. It's like, which one is the right one? (laughs) Yes. And it's so interesting that you brought up rituals because 
I don't like I normally just have like an intuitive kind of practice but like the past few weeks there's been like so much resistance for me for even like sitting down with like my thoughts and my feelings but this morning I actually sat there and I wrote like how I want my morning rituals to be which like I've never done because like I yeah. like the kind of like feminine way but like yeah it's really interesting that you said that because I felt almost overwhelmed because like I was like yeah am I meant to do breath work or am I meant to meditate or like this mm-hmm. and that so I was like okay let's just sit and like plan what we're going to do each morning. So yeah, interesting that that's come up for you as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like I'm starting from scratch again because what I was doing beforehand, it just feels like, okay, well, that's the end of that rituals chapter. So Mm. what now? Uh, But it's interesting because I feel that, you know, I think we are becoming familiar with that new energy that's coming through and it's almost like we're so used to jumping and creating something or we're in a rush to formulate something that gives us structure because we feel good and we feel safe when we have structure. So Mm -hmm. to let it all go and just be with the energy and start becoming familiar and recognising who we are intertwined with this new energy is really important because that's just all, that's enough right now. That's enough for us because I think subtly on that deeper cellular level, so much is happening right now that will probably make ourselves really tired (laughs) if we did anything more. (laughs) Yeah. And that's so true. Kind of like getting rid of our expectations and just like feeling into it and being like, yep, this is what I need. Mm. Absolutely. That's it. And just listening to ourselves what we need right now. And it can be the most tiniest insignificant thing. And that's all it is. But it will be big enough to create more energy or the change or bring us closer to ourselves, whatever it is. Um, And I think that that's just it for now. Mm, yeah very powerful and I'm really excited to see what's to come and then I think in a few months we'll look back on like even our conversation on this episode and we'll be like that's what it was (laughs) yeah (laughs) exactly exactly we can you know and just to be able to have something recorded to say that you know how we're feeling right now like you know fast Mm. forward and I, I don't know about you but I feel like I know every year seems like it's flying by even faster than the one before, but it definitely feels like time is speeding up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel that a hundred percent. Yeah. It's like I say that, like you said, I say that every year, but this year I'm like, I don't even know like what date it is. And then all of a sudden I'll look and I'm like, Oh, it's a new month. Yeah. Like it's weird that in a couple of weeks it's going to be April. <laughs> <laughs> But also, it's also not weird at the same time because you realise that time is happening a lot faster. So mm-hmm. it's just, you know, that's where it's the conflict with our spiritual self, our higher self and our three-dimensional self. So, yeah. So true, yep. Oh, wow. And bringing it back to Reiki, I know that you often, like you you offer distant Reiki so I would love to know like how that works and um yeah I know like a lot of my listeners will like hear this and they'll really resonate with you but a lot of my audience is in Adelaide so I would love it if you could kind of talk us through what distant healing is 
Absolutely. So distant healing is like a normal Reiki session, but if you live interstate or even across the globe, um, you can have a session in the comfort of your own home and still experience the same thing as you were as an in-person session. And I know that it is extremely helpful for me and for my clients living in between Darwin and Adelaide. I do, it, it feels good to be able to offer those surf, ser, services for people because it's um, it's a way of still staying connected and you're not, um, you're not taken away from, having a Reiki session. So whatever it is that you're going through or experiencing, and you can create your own sanctuary inside your room and have, you know, whether it be in your lounge room or in your bedroom and just lie down and I will conduct the session in exactly the same way. And although I won't be there physically, you can still experience the same physical sensations as you were, as you would in an in-person session too, which is really powerful. Mm, I love that. And that's definitely something that I want to try with you because experiencing like your in-person one, I'm like, yes, like I'm addicted to this now. Like I need it all the time. So it's something that I'm definitely going to be like looking to book in with you um, because yeah, I think we're very fortunate to live in this world where we can have like even recording this podcast like that would never be possible if we you know were in a different age where technology wasn't a thing so I'm like super grateful for that kind of connection and Mm -hmm. I think that that also shows that the healing is so powerful that it doesn't actually need to be within the same space like you can be in a different state and it's so powerful that it can be felt through a screen or through a phone or however it's transmuted which I love absolutely and that's the thing you're not limited by by time and space either and that's what's also really amazing about distant reiki too is that it also has the ability to heal situations and events of the past so Mm. if you do want to heal inner child trauma or just different things that have happened in your life that have left you feeling really disconnected from yourself, it's able to go back to those events in your life and offer you healing so that you can disconnect. So you don't, you're not giving your power away anymore to that because it's, that's been, it's gone, it's finished. But often a lot of the time we have emotions that still connect us back there and it's affecting everything that's happening in our current state. So distant Reiki is really helpful to be able to heal the past. And even as we move forward to the future as well, we often worry about what lies ahead for us for the future. And then we're running patterns from the past that are helping us to create a a future that we don't really want. It's not what we want, but we're worried trying to protect ourselves, not creating the same things as what's happened in the past. So we are able to also send Reiki into the future that will dismantle anything that we could potentially manifest that's not meant for us either. Mm, And that's so powerful. And that really speaks to the power of Reiki. Like 
it can obviously heal what you're going through in the present but then like as you just said it can heal the past and also the future and that's why for me it is like magic like I just like every time I actually sit and like consciously think about the effects of Reiki and energy healing I'm just like what like this stuff is incredible and it's something that we all have the ability to tap into which I think is amazing it's not anything like external to us like we just need to remember how to channel it yeah that's exactly right and it is it's just remembering who we are at the soul level like who we came into this world as before we were conditioned by society or before we took on um the behaviors of our parents or our um, friends growing up or influences outside of us. So it is really remembering and, and finding our way back to ourselves, which is so powerful. Mm, I love that. It's amazing. And like you said in the beginning of the episode, it's like it is really powerful to like and empowering to know that and to remember that. And I'm sure that you have so, so many experiences and so many stories you can tell. But I would love to know what the most beautiful experience you've had whilst being a healer. I think it's been a couple of times actually where doing Reiki for mothers, expecting mothers or women who are trying to conceive as well that perhaps have been holding on to past trauma or have had a pregnancy that didn't go as planned in the beginning and just helping them to let go of that old energy so that they can experience the journey of this new life growing inside of them and feel more connected to their baby as they're evolving as well. So that's what's been probably the most rewarding experience being a Reiki practitioner is definitely helping women who are expecting to allow them to feel more connected to themselves and to to the to their baby. That's amazing and I feel like baby energy is just like one of the purest things I think and um, my brother actually has recently had well his partner's had a baby um, and little Frankie Blue my niece she's about 14 <laughs> years old that's so gorgeous (laughs) my brother joe picked the name which like when his partner Haley said oh i'm letting joe pick the name i thought are you sure like you want to do that and then he came up with frankie blue and i was like okay like that's pretty cool i like it (laughs) beautiful and she's beautiful she's got these big blue eyes like lots of hair and yes i'm obsessed but like her being born has just like completely changed Or I guess I kind of reminded me about like that pure energy, like babies, you know, a super like in the best way, like self-centered, like they just cry when they need something or, you know, they're super happy. Like they don't understand like the things that we like that are going on. And they just like, yeah, incredible. And I love that you can connect in with that energy when they are in the womb or, you know, to help like mothers experience that. I think that, yeah. That must be an incredible feeling for you. Yeah, it is. And just to see how women and mothers can feel safe in their own body as they're connecting with their baby as well. And, you know, because I think sometimes the fear and the trauma often it 
it's mistaking their mind that it's keeping them safe. And mm. but then there's their intuition that's crying out, saying, no, I don't want to be here. Um, this doesn't feel right for me. So when they come and have a healing, it is really amazing to be able to see the transformation that they go through in that time frame and coming out on the other side and just feeling so at peace with themselves, feeling lighter all over as well and being able to connect to that golden light inside of them as well, which is just really beautiful to see. Oh, I love that. And I love the term golden light. Like that's amazing. Mm. So sweet. <laughs> and really beautiful. switching switching gears a little bit away from Reiki I know that you also offer hypnotherapy sessions and that's something that I really want to study it's like one of my goals this year um so I would love it if we could just chat about that for a little bit and I guess the power behind hypnotherapy yes absolutely so um with with hypnotherapy it's all about creating new choices to the subconscious mind and we can change unwanted habits thoughts and beliefs and you know changing our beliefs is so powerful because it's what determines our reality and what we believe is true is what we'll see and often the beliefs are driven by a feeling which a lot of the time are often so quick to happen that we pay attention to the feeling and we act on the feeling before we can dismantle the dialogue that may be happening inside of our mind so we get caught in that sensation and we allow that to play out and we fo- and we follow it through. And the more that we experience the same behaviour, that's where it becomes like a trait in the end. So it's not, it goes from being a habit to a trait. So hypnotherapy is really powerful because it does go, it does offer the availability of going on a journey into, into the mind and... Mm-hmm. You can, there are different ways of using hypnotherapy as well. So um, there, like I like to do symbolic journeys for people and it is collecting data of what represents them inside of their mind and it's like they go on this beautiful intuitive journey. So with Reiki, I guess it's more that relaxing experience. You're lying down and you're aware of certain things but you're kind of drifting in and out of consciousness. Whereas hypnotherapy, you're talking the whole time, but you are in an unconscious state. And it's really great because as a practitioner, you're sitting there taking notes and um, connecting the dots, asking questions along the way and being able to guide them where they're going in their, in their inner city, I guess you could say. In a city, I love that. <laughs> That's so beautiful. And it's so true. Like we only I think we can only have access to stuff consciously like to a certain degree and then there's so much that is like subconscious that we don't necessarily have access to when we're like awake and alert and kind of journaling or like consciously looking at stuff so for you to be able to like guide them through this in like a safe space like I can only imagine like if you know your Reiki sessions are anything to compare to like I can only imagine how nurturing that energy would be so to like journey through that I just yeah I think that would be so powerful yeah absolutely and it gets to see people as who how they think they identify themselves it gets them to see themselves in a different light as well so um 
in symbolic journeys as well, people can often see themselves like their avatar as well, which is really powerful because it's something really empowering for them. And when the subconscious mind is satisfied with something or a new idea, that's when we can overlap old habits and make make permanent changes because it needs to be satisfied. So sometimes if we are trying to change things about ourselves, we know that we want to change and, and have this idea of who we could be and and what the habit could look like if it was to change. But the unconscious mind is quite stubborn. It can almost mm-hmm. be like a six-year-old child throwing a tantrum, like, no, I'm not ready to change yet. This is what I want to do. And until I decide that things are okay and I want to change, this is where I'm going to stay for now. So it, it is really cool to navigate the mind in that in that aspect of hypnotherapy to be able to make those changes. Yes, I love that. And it sounds as if because obviously like previously those coping mechanisms have been the thing that have like kept us safe and, you know, mm-hmm. it's like I'm really grateful for that thing because at the time it served me. Like if we're talking about inner child trauma, it's like, yep, at the time like that coping mechanism kept me safe, but now it's holding me back. And it sounds as if you can really like tap into that deeply rooted stuff and then like reprogram it and recode it into a more positive and helpful thing moving forward exactly and often when that happens a person will look back on the problem and they won't even remember how that was a problem Mm. and that's what's really cool because there it it frees their body it frees their mind and what's really powerful is that a lot of the time, especially with weight issues, we're holding on to things that we think make us feel safe, but they feel heavy and they cause us pain. So when we can identify what that what's driving that and how we can let go of that, literally our physical body will change. And that is where the weight all of a sudden comes off because we feel lighter in our head and we feel lighter in our body. And because everything starts in the mind first, so when it manifests into the physical, that's where the blockages start to happen and that's when it starts appearing in ourselves. So sometimes when people are doing diets, training at the gym, flat out, but they they can't shift this weight, it's where we look at, okay, so what's happening inside of the mind? What is it that I'm not letting go of that perhaps I need to take a closer look at? And sometimes we don't even know we're holding on to certain things as well but when we have the light bulb moment of like oh my god aha okay let's explore this that's where hypnotherapy is really powerful to go through those avenues to help just change the ideas or change the perception of these events that we've had in our lives to be able to let go it's so powerful when you really break it down like that it's like it sounds so simple but like when you're stuck in that kind of cycle it's Mm. so hard to get out of it so yeah this is why I'm like obsessed with hypnotherapy and like I want to dive deeper into it because just even hearing you speak about it like it lights up my soul I'm like this is so true like I come from a psychology background which is obviously very mind-based but I know there's like a connection to the body as well and so yeah I just think that that work is so so powerful and I know that you also have another offering 
thing which is super powerful which I would love for us to speak on as well and that's NLP so for somebody who potentially doesn't even know what that means I would love for you to share a little bit about that as well. Yeah, absolutely. So NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming, and that looks at the language of the mind. So it's where we have our thoughts and the words that we speak to ourselves, which perceives our reality and the filters that drive the information, which brings it from the subconscious mind into our conscious mind. So it's quite similar to hypnotherapy. And there's so many different techniques available in NLP so it it's different for everyone depending on what the what they're working with and what they want to solve inside of them so NLP can neutralize how we wire and fire our thought patterns and if we do have these unwanted thoughts that also create habitual patterns as well just simply using very small techniques or sorry using very simple techniques can completely change the thought patterns and neutralize the neural pathway that keeps them active I guess you could say so if we look at NLP is the almost like it's the opening of the conscious mind hypnotherapy is the bridge to the subconscious And then when we're in the subconscious, it's almost like that's where we can do like bring Reiki into the picture and because we're going in deeper into that inner cosmos. That's amazing. And I love how you just like summarize that because it makes it super easy to understand. And I think that's what makes like your work so powerful is you've got like these really, really magical and like yeah just full-on like practices that like you said are like the bridge to the next thing and the next thing so Mm. I love that thank you so much for sharing and I honestly could like talk to you for hours but I'm super mindful of your time so if people (laughs) if people are listening to this and they're just like feeling the pull to work with you where can they find you and also what are your like current offerings so At the moment, I do live between Darwin and Adelaide. So the best way to book through me is via Instagram or my email address, which is insiehealing at gmail.com. Usually I post where I'm at in, uh, if I am in Darwin or if I am in Adelaide. Um, So just keep an eye out there on social media. But otherwise, uh, and I do intend to, set myself up permanently um, in Darwin for a period of time and then in Adelaide for a period of time. So there will be a lot more structure around that in the future. But the best way is through email or social media. And my current offerings are, so I do Reiki sessions in person or distant healings. And the distant healings go for 45 minutes and in-person healings go for one hour. There is also NLP and hypnotherapy sessions combined together, or there are the three the three techniques together, which is Reiki, hypnotherapy, and NLP, which is a hour and a half breakthrough session, which are also really, really powerful. So combining all three together. And it just depends on what it is that you are experiencing in your life. So I do offer 15-minute com- consultations as well and if you do 
book. If you do want a book as well, you can go through my website, which also fill, you can fill out a consultation form through there. Amazing. I can't even begin to imagine how powerful that like combined session would be because as I keep like plugging that the Reiki was like absolutely amazing. So to add like two other modalities to that, I yeah can't even begin to think how magical it would be. But I will link your website and your Instagram and email address in the show notes. But I just want to thank you so much for coming on the show and giving up your time. I know we spoke before and you said that today's like your version of like a weekend. So I'm super, super grateful. And I know that people are just going to absolutely love this episode. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I can't wait to interview you soon and get your story (laughs) as well so (laughs) I would love that (laughs) that would be beautiful oh thank you thanks so much for having me Shelby Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. Remember that you can't rewrite your past, you can only recode your future. If you want more information on the work I do, please visit my website www.atouchofclarity.com.au or come over to my Instagram at a touch of clarity. Please remember to subscribe and write a review as it means so much to me. Have a beautiful day and I really hope that we connect again soon.